and welcome back to the Family and Friends podcast, the weekly podcast from us here at Family Creative. Each week we introduce you to someone from our professional creative network, learn a little about other people we feature and discuss different routes into the industry and our guests' personal experiences. Our guest this week is a really good friend of ours and very talented photographer, Rob Jones. Rob Jones started shooting events at university and developed you know, a real skill and a real eye when, uh, when working in the live club environment. Following on a couple of years later, he established the Chroma Collective with a business associate of his. And they now tour the UK and Europe, um, you know, shooting multiple festivals. Obviously, that was hit quite hard by coronavirus. Uh, and it's been a quiet summer for him, which is a bit of a novelty. He didn't take his foot off the gas, though shooting a really uh, unique and beautiful photo series uh, called Let Us Dance, which focuses on showcasing at empty venues uh, in and around the capital, which was then uh, featured in multiple publications, including the Financial Times, which is uh, incredible. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Family and Friends with photographer Rob Jones. Rob Jones, thank you so much for joining us on Family and Friends, mate. Long overdue, you uh, paying us a visit. How's things? Mate, we're good. I'm, I'm liking the new office. It's, mm. um, it's a step up for sure. <laughs> it's, it's, it, no, it's banging. Um, but yeah, I'm good. Thank you, mate. Um, considering like the year everyone has had, mm-hmm. feeling feeling much brighter and positive, sort of on on the sort of the months ahead because it's been a bit shit to say uh, the least. Yeah, mate, I'll back you up there. How it's, are you? It's, it's, oh, yeah. Same as you. If, yeah. yeah, I mean, it sounds like we're kind of been on a similar thing. Really, it's been mm. pretty. It's been like a tough, uh, definitely a tough year. Uh, but now I've been back, back full time here for yeah. two weeks, which feels like three months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah I kicked I, my first job back was like doing a, a shoot with Adidas. Nice. And we we changed the lo- we didn't have the locations until we didn't have talent or locations until the evening before. Oh, that sounds and ideal. I woke up to an email at seven a.m. saying we need to change three out of four locations and we're not allowed to shoot inside because it's Adidas policy not to shoot inside during all this COVID stuff. So that was a fun day. Uh, Ooh, managed to make it work the though, deep mate. end. Back in the deep end, for sure. But it was, yeah. it was, it was all right, mate. I managed to source it all out. Like, luckily, like I've been living over this way for four years now and it's all East London, East London-based locations. So I've got quite a few sort of things in, in my few spots in my bank. Yeah, yeah exactly. Nice. And we good. just like chuck those in, give them some options, and we literally just rocked up and shot it. Like nice. no, no times for permits, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. even have fucking parking, mate. Like, literally, <laughs> like I was I was looking out for the traffic warden, uh, oh, no. sending the team like into the park and shooting all these athletes and stuff for the new GB kit. For, oh wow! <laughs> Are you happy with the results? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, mate. We we managed That's to get it done. Thing. Uh, That's the main thing. Yeah, it was all right. Um, but yeah, bit of a baptism by fire, man. Yeah, yeah. But man, was it six months ago? We were fucking. Well, I was. I was sat at home doing nothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's nice to hear friends and family <laughs> working again. Sorry, I had to get that one in there. Fucking hell! I promise I won't ever do that again. <laughs> Right, no, no, no! You can keep oh getting them in. God, you've had that one ready. Yeah, I have. I haven't actually. <laughs> Literally off the top of my head just then. Got a bit too excited. It's only two minutes in, isn't it? Okay, but yeah, man. Nice one, man. I'm good. Um, Thank you. Well, I'm glad you're good. I'm glad you're good. I'm glad things are starting to pick up. Cause yeah. I guess like you, where you were positioned before all this shit, like you, you were super vulnerable to something like this because you, yeah, you, your your vibe is the live environment. Exactly. Like. Yeah. just decimated yeah 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 like I mean yeah since starting out all I've really well in, in recent years I've obviously sort of like expanded and mm-hmm. gone into other, other types of photography yeah. but in general and like the thing I love doing the most is taking photos at events and the music industry and events industry as a whole so yeah when you suddenly get told that everyone's got to stay inside it's like fuck now now what like like fuck yeah this is crazy where'd you go from there yeah man yeah but um no it's been it's been like i said man feeling better like the last sort of two months i guess like from sort of like march time um things have i think there's just an air of positivity and like the vaccine as well and Mm -hmm. yeah just just 
things are eventually sort of getting there again. Um, yeah. So it'll be nice to sort of just yeah, just fucking get get cracking, mate. How's it looking with the festivals this summer? Um, it's still a bit like tentative. Like we've we've, <laughs> I feel like I'm annoying a lot of people by emailing them every two weeks, being like, "Hi, it's Rob again. Um, just wondering if uh, if you have any update." But um, <laughs> yeah, they just tell me the same thing. It's just it's just a waiting game, man. Like cool. we're just kind of. Yeah, just going from month to month. But I think in what we know, it's like sort of mid-May. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling like the next couple of weeks is like... Because otherwise, if, if festivals don't call it sooner rather than later, then like, they just... They have to. You, you know what I mean? They, you've got to be prepared yeah, to actually yeah. put on an event of that size. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, hopefully the next few weeks we'll have an answer. What's Fingers the gossip crossed, on the inside? Because I heard there was something about government not not being forthcoming with a certain type of insurance for festivals yeah, or something I mean man I'm not I'm not like too clued up on it but I've heard that yeah the government aren't sort of um backing like an, an events insurance to cover covid which is frustrating to say mm. the least so people run the risk if they do decide to go ahead and say that the festival is going to happen and then we get hit with a fucking another wave or whatnot then they're not they're not covered and then they just risk losing so much more money. Well, they'll just they'll just be bankrupt because so many festivals, unfortunately, and events and clubs and people's livelihoods have been lost in the last year. And um, yeah, there's not been too much support. Mm. Hence why we did that project. Yeah, man. Or well, hence why I kind of wanted to just yeah try and do something about it yeah no it's, but, it's yeah, good to sort of raise, it, raise yeah. awareness around that wall we'll, exactly man yeah we'll definitely touch on that later yeah um, yeah but but no time for being negative it's all it's all about positivity now course, and just try and try and find some work mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll be fine we'll be alright we'll be yeah, alright apparently the economy's going to be booming in the next like two or three months we'll so see. me and you will be millionaires hopefully this time next year sunny, <laughs> That's the main thing. <laughs> I'm not too ke- not too arsed about being rich. I just want to chill in the park in the sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just love making yeah. cool shit. And also have some work. So our first section is usually um, sort of your history going into, you know, the creative field. Mm-hmm. Um, just to tear up, just quickly explain sort of like, you know, who you are and the kind of work you know you 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 do as yeah. a as a photographer so yeah i've been shooting i've been i've, I've held a camera in my hands for about five years now mm-hmm. prior to that i had no experience whatsoever um and to where i'm at now i'm sort of like i said just touched on just then i shoot a lot in the music industry and events industry um that's what i started doing um and now hopefully once covid's passed as well get more commercial work because i feel like it's quite a natural route that to go like well the music industry just doesn't pay that much either yeah. and like now this is my sort of i've been full-time for two years just over two years and yeah i need to start making some like decent money mm-hmm. and as much as i love the music and events industry like you can sometimes make three four times the amount for working half the the amount of time yeah. in, in other sort of avenues of work, particularly like commercial work. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, that's where I'd kind of like to go. But um, but yeah, I as I said, I've been shooting for like five years, had no experience with photography whatsoever. Um, I st- yeah, I started, I started in 2015. You started while you were at uni, right? Yeah, well, it's it was kind it, of like that period after uni where... You don't really know what you're doing. Okay. Um, and, and up until then, like, you had no sort of, like, not, not, not like, no creative output, but you, you, it, it wasn't necessarily on your radar. Yeah, like, I went to uni, obviously, like, sort of a lot of my pals. I mean, you don't have to go to uni, obviously, like a lot of people know, but um, mm. I went to uni for the social life, to be straight. Mm. Um, and during that time, I had an amazing time with all my pals and sort of music and as I said like live events is like something I love a lot Mm -hmm. Um, so I kind of got immersed in that world whilst at uni and then it wasn't until I graduated where I was like okay I kind of don't really want to get 
the typical office job. Like I just, I can't just, see you working just, in an office, yeah, mate. Like, it just didn't. It just didn't like, like, appeal like I can't to see me, myself working in an office. You know yeah, what I mean? Like it just didn't appeal to me. Um, and I, from 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 that, I was like, okay, what do I love? I love music. Like let's let's try and pursue something along those lines. Like I'm not I'm not a musician at all. Like my brothers and sisters are, but um, yeah, I kind of knew I wanted to be involved in the music industry in some way. So then. I um I, I I started to write for Warren's blog about to blow. About to blow. My friend Warren, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, as he lived with my sister at uni. Um, oh no shit. And then yeah, I hit him up and I said, look, mate, I've just graduated. Don't really know what I want to do, but I've seen the work that you're doing with your blog. Like they review albums and events and go to festivals, festivals yeah. and and things like that. And um, I just said to him, look, mate, can I can I go and review? Can I go and review something for you? So then, next thing, I'm at Lost Village Festival. It was like the first year they did it. And, um, yeah, sorry, I digress. <laughs> Let me just go back. Before I got to Lost Village Festival, Warren said, cool, write as a review, but can you also, like, take some photographs as well to accompany it? Yeah. And um, that's when I was like, ah, shit. Uh, I've <laughs> really picked up a camera, mate. <laughs> but I'll give it a go. Yeah, so just wing it. I hit yeah. up my mate Taylor, borrowed his little Nikon, yeah. got to Lost Village, and then next thing I'm kind of like with my press pass hanging around my neck, just be like, this is wild. Like, <laughs> this is great. Don't really know what I'm doing, but I'm having an amazing time um, <laughs> at a festival for free. <laughs> like, um, and then, yeah, I, I, I thankfully took some bang average photos that went with the review and I just had like the best time ever. So went back to Manchester um, and, and sort of, had my review submitted and I was happy with it at the time. I look back on it and it's fucking terrible. Oh, but mate, I look no, back on like, it, yeah. I think like every, everyone's first job or first mate. thing at trying to make is, is, is not great. I went to another festival in Leeds called Mint Festival, reviewed that. Um, what was the other one I did? I did Mint, I did Lost Village, I did Parklife because mm -hmm. I was in Manchester, sort of students, and back then Parklife was, well, I mean, it's massive now, but back then it was much smaller. Yeah. So that was fun. And and again, I borrowed my mate's camera and went to all of those. Um, and then, yeah, when, when I realised that actually I'm having a really good time, um, maybe this could be a potential path to go down. I wasn't making any money, mind, but I was having so much fun. Um, then yeah, I was, I was still in Manchester and I was like, okay, I'm friends with quite a few pals who are putting on events in like the clubs here and other like sort of live events and gigs. So I was like, actually, I'm going to get myself a camera and just try and start shooting these. So it was, it was literally like 30 quid, man. Like mm. if that sometimes, a lot of it was for free. I know there's a whole, wow. it's a whole, you do a whole other podcast about working for free, but I personally think if, it, if it's the right kind of work and it's something that you really want to get your foot in the door. And you don't have a huge amount of experience. You, yeah, then then do it. Like, man, yeah, I, I, I think yeah. working for free in, in that particular like um, circumstance, then yeah, there's no, there's you, no issues. You say free. But it's not necessarily it's free. Like free you, yeah. you're, you're coming away with something, so yeah, you're, not, exactly. you're not working for free. Yeah, yeah, you're coming yeah. away with connections, experience. You are benefiting from that. Like, you're, you're, you're increasing your real, yeah. you know, your portfolio. Yeah. So it's not free necessarily. No, you're no, not, you're no. not getting remunerated monetarily, but you're coming away with something. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I did. I, I came away with a ton of experience and a few hangovers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it was, it was class. So I, I spent a year in Manchester after I graduated, just taking photos in all the clubs and little um, warehouse raves that were going on and yeah most weekends thankfully I was if not partying I was out there with my camera just mm -hmm. just getting involved in the sort of the scene because Manchester was really good for that that's kind of the reason why I went there um, oh you must have loved it yeah oh, so mate, it was class and like I said I, I kind of realised throughout uni that I was hanging around with friends who were also as passionate about events and partying as I was and when they started to pull their finger out and actually put on their own events, mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I can I can use that contact yeah. that is like my mate on my course, and yeah, I can hit yeah. him up and be like, look, mate, I've got a little camera. Can I come and take some photos? <laughs> and they were, yeah, like, it, it was it was great, man. Again, looking back, those photos were terrible, but <laughs> at the time, like, who cares? Like, no, but it's documented. It's it. like yeah, then again, what what is a terrible photograph? You tell me. I don't know. Exactly, mate. Like it's, <laughs> it's not subjective. It's, it's you know it's, it's proactivity. Yeah. How many events would you do on a on a busy weekend? Um, in Manchester, 
It, would, it depends, man. It was usually, I'm not going to bite more off than I could chew, but it was sometimes mm. like two events or three events. Yeah, but yeah. Like the day parties and stuff. Okay. But I, I, again, man, I was, I was still pretty clueless as to it all. Mm. And there wasn't really any type of professionalism. <laughs> about about me is that a word I don't think it is but um but yeah fast forward a year um thankfully I was getting a bit better I bought myself a slightly better camera I, I started off with a little DSLR which more than did the job but then I realized that like with anything you sort of you level yourself up with your equipment and um that made a big difference it also allowed me to shoot with like off-camera flash which in terms of like event photography and like nightclub photography is quite key. Yeah. And again, that was something that I saw other photographers doing at the time because I'd hit them up. I'd message them being like, how the hell do you get your photo looking like that? Like, why is PJ perfectly illuminated? And I look at my photos and he's just like in pitch black. I'm like, I know it's a flash, but like, where is that flash? Yeah. <laughs> and how is it wireless? Anyway, once I'd like got over that hurdle, um, yeah, the, my work was getting better and you can start charging more. Um, so then, yeah, I got, I, it's funny. I um, So yeah, I was, yeah, that was where I was at. And then... I was actually on Facebook this morning. I don't really use Facebook much anymore. No. But you know when you, you get like, yeah, the, the, time, the, the memories, memories the timeline oh, mate, thing. Some of those are fucking so, shocking. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, that's probably why I only have Facebook, just to look back on... <laughs> the stupid shit you used yeah, to say yeah. or do. But, but one of them, today, of all days doing this podcast, it said five years ago today, I, I, I set a status saying like, oh my God, I've just got a fucking internship in London. I'm going to be moving to London in June. No way. Um, which then leads me to to go from Manchester to, to, to London. Mm-hmm. So I always wanted to move to London. Yeah. Um, I, I love it. And Manchester was wicked, but I'd, I'd done like four or five years there. And London for me was like the next step. Yeah. Um, so then, yeah, got an internship at a club called Brixton Jam, <laughs> which was like marketing and photography internship. Fucking hell, man. That must have been wild. Yeah, unpaid for a month. I'd, I'd, I'd been to Brixton Jam once to see Warren and Mikey play after Not Nil Carnival, yeah. which was fun. The, yeah. So I kind of knew what it was. And I knew that, like, to be fair, Brixton Jam, like, it is quite, like, an iconic venue. Like, over the years, it's... It's, it's a great spot, it's, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I've had some it's good almost like a right passage, like, yeah. you go there, like, yeah, it's class. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've did it there a few times, yeah, actually. It's exactly, fucking, it's, it's always so a good time. Like it. And I, I owe it a lot because... I did that month's internship. Unfortunately, they didn't give me the job because I kind of knew they didn't have any money. Uh. Um, I think, I hope. (laughs) Maybe they just thought I was shit. But in my eyes, I, uh, yeah, I I was like, okay, cool. I I met a lot of people in that month. um, And when I kind of knew that I wasn't going to be getting employed from it, I just decided to get like a few part-time jobs in and around London um, with photography still kind of bubbling on like the sides because um, obviously I met a lot of people at Brixton Jam and promoters coming in and like artists and musicians and mm-hmm. all sorts of people um, so I just like added them on Facebook and Instagram and whatnot and just remained in touch with them because um, I kind of knew that further down along along the line in London that like if you kind of like make these connections that people will always like just, look out yeah, for you. Got to build your um, network. And it's like, 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 like in Manchester, like I kind of like just looked around and like my social circle, who's doing what in it. Like I've got friends who are doing a similar thing or in the same industry as me. Let's work together. Like we're already like friends, like those barriers are already like down. It's easy to like work with you. So same goes for in London. Um, and then, yeah, like sort of, I mean, London's been pretty wild the last, four five years mm-hmm. um i i was working at ace hotel i worked at like an intern at a record label i worked at a place called the nines in peckham it's like a marketing assistant yeah, so, so at the time i was doing like four sometimes five separate jobs mm. meeting so many people whilst doing this i was i was knackered mate i used to fall asleep on the overground from like shoreditch <laughs> to peckham at like two in the afternoon get off the train <laughs> try and do some like scheduling of tweets and then like go home, get home about seven o'clock, eight o'clock in the evening, eat some dinner and then go out and take photos of an event until 2am. That's how cool, man. Yeah. No, That's some serious but, graph. Where do, you but, get, where do you think you get your work ethic from? Um, not sure, man. I think, I, like, as I said, I, I really just 
buzzed off just being in London and like meeting so many wicked people. And because I, I kind so whilst all this was going on, I knew that photography was going to be something that would hopefully be like my main job full time. So um, yeah, I think the work ethic came from knowing that I was one day gonna be a photographer but I had these down job, the line obviously like, like in London um, as you well know like it's a difficult place if you're skint mm-hmm. and it's not enjoyable yeah. so you have got a graft and you have got to sometimes get a couple of jobs yeah because it will get better um, but yeah um, yeah the work ethic like and, and just being a bit like younger and excited and just the, the unknown of like you're also doing things that you quite enjoy and you're meeting yeah. people that you like and it's a lot, exactly, lot, lots man. of young people as well I'd imagine yeah and, and and as I said like I love my events and coming to London like you are spoiled man like in Manchester you'd sometimes have like a few wicked events like clashing on a night or like a weekend whereas in London it's just like all the time <laughs> um, which is great and and as a as a freelance photographer starting out um it was great to have that like that choice. So I was like, okay, I need to I need to immerse myself in this scene because I know that if I make pals with the right people mm-hmm. or the right sort of contacts, then that work should hopefully start coming my way, which it did. Um, so yeah, London, yeah, like it's I, I could go on, but it it is it, definitely a city for like if 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 you work hard like it'll it'll reward you you know work what, I mean? hard what you put in choose like, the direction it's cliche but it's well true right it is mate yeah that's the reason why people say it mm. um when did you decide to go full-time as a photographer um you sacked 2018 off the yeah it was like christmas 2018 unfortunately so i sacked off ace hotel after like a year which was, it was so much fun and like again i met a load of people who i kind of knew that i could hit up with the photography once i'd left um so then I was just left with the marketing job at the Nines, which is like a little bar in Peckham. Um, and unfortunately, the landlord kicked us out, um, like similar story across the city. Um, so that left me sort of like unemployed. Well, it left me with just photography. So it was a little bit um, premature because mm. I, I kind of wanted to keep that job and keep the photography and then get to a point where I was like, okay, have a cool. bit of security. Yeah, yeah, while, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas instead I was left with like a couple hundred quid in my bank account <laughs> and, and, and a camera around my neck. And I was like, right, cool, let's, <laughs> let's do this. Mate, um, fucking yes. So then, yeah, so then went into 2018 or 19. I can't remember. must have been 2018 with just photography. And I was like, okay, right, I've got a, a bit more spare time now because I used to do like a couple of days a week at the other job. So, so then I suddenly woke up each morning. I was like, right, this is this is just yourself to find the work. And thankfully, it started coming in. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like the the events and like the the sort of like food and drink as well. Because I worked at Ace, they got me back. They got me back, which is cool. Again, like about not burning bridges. Yeah, it's funny. I went back to Ace Hotel a few months after I left and was shooting like the cocktail menus and like oh, mate, the, nice. the, the restaurant um the uh, oi poloi's like restaurant um yeah, like food yeah. and dishes that's good they got you back yeah yeah yeah. it was great you must have like, some they, good power there yeah mate that was it was such a such a wicked place to mm. work like uh, there's like quite a few people who i still know had like gone through there at times yeah. and and uh, I've, I've always been sort of like welcomed back unfortunately it's closed now because it yeah, I've seen got it. shut down from what they COVID. It? what yeah, COVID, they... they oh, COVID, they just didn't survive. The pandemic, yeah, unfortunately. Oh, I think it is going to be turned into another hotel, but I don't think Ace will be the owners. That's a shame, because that was always such was, a big it spot. It was a spot, man. Mate, it, you it were was, talking about About a... to Blow earlier. Yeah. I did my first ever video for About to Blow in the top floor of that place, yes. interviewing Vic <laughs> oh, Mensa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love yeah. that. Yeah, mate. I actually remember that, you know. Yeah, it's still on Vimeo. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> wow. Because kind of, that's how kind of we met, like from Gotwood, wasn't it? Like, yeah, basically. The, um, I found that photo of you the other day as well. Oh, God, with the, tram- <laughs> with the, with the trampoline. Yes. Mate, mate um, what a day. Yeah, but week. similar. So when so, I, yeah. I I met um, Mikey and Warren, well, I met Mikey. He used to work at Sky, Sky Sports. We were both runners. He used to do football. I used to do rugby. Um, and we kind of got talking and when you work at somewhere like Sky 
and you're into into the music and you DJ and all this kind of shit. You you tell people that the average Joe at Sky and they're like, oh, wicked man, yeah, like you're a fucking scratcher on the decks. Like they're just they got no clue in it. Yeah. And you finally meet someone who's like, oh yeah, no, we're gonna go see Cyril Hahn on the weekend. I'm like, oh yeah. fucking finally, yeah. yes, yeah. all right, let's go, let's yeah, roll. Yeah, yeah. So I had like a crew of like there's like three or four of us who are all into the music. Got to got to know Mikey a bit more. Uh, figured out he same as you he did this about to blow thing and I was yeah. like okay cool I like to make videos let's do some work together and yeah, yeah I, I did videos yeah. with them for like four years yeah like festival stuff content like yeah yeah, yeah. did some and, writing and, for and them I think, as well like for people I mean we'll probably come to it but like for people wanting to start out look for these like smaller um, almost like sort of like collectives and like not not necessarily brands but like almost like blogs mm-hmm. for like I mean, this is only for for me speaking about like the music industry or event side. But if you want to get into that, then then yeah, look for these little blogs where people manage to get press passes, and you can go and represent that blog and mm-hmm. like take a camera or take your video camera, um, or even if you want to be a writer, um, it's a really good in for the industry because it can quick it can seem quite daunting, especially sending an email to a fucking festival. Mm-hmm. You go on the website, it's like info at. Leeds Festival you're like well this ain't gonna get a reply <laughs> whereas if you start a bit smaller a bit lower down and be like okay I'm and gonna use this with, blog yeah, I, come can, with I, could, I could be represented yeah. from them and then it's it's way more like legitimate mm. professional looking approach mate for um, sure and that, yeah, it worked for me and yeah. you so mate this is it like it's all about just find, looking out for opportunities yeah and associating yourself with people who are doing it Mm-hmm. for the love like we, well, I never got paid for a single about the blow job no yeah <laughs> I, no I didn't I, <laughs> like I said, mate, my, I my, said my payment was just like that free festival ticket and the fact it's got me to where I am now which is it's fucking crazy I still yeah, it's mad. Warren whenever I see him yeah but. yeah and like <laughs> if, if we hadn't have been offered those opportunities yeah. like with those kind of people who knows what we'd be yeah. doing now but I think to feather you say offer those opportunities I think we we made those opportunities for ourselves like no, we, yeah, like for we, sure. we, we like we we like asked for those opportunities yeah, obviously yeah. like they gave us them but I think we you, kind of like you, 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 can't, you can't expect um, you can't expe- expect these like blogs or um, collectives to reach out to you you no, do need no, to no. do a bit of groundwork you need to come and, with um, the energy yeah you need to come with the yeah, just the, the yeah. proactivity. And, and, and like with me, I had no experience. I had never, I honestly had never picked up a camera. Mm. I went to Los Vegas Festival and I, I remember being on the way there in the back of my mate's car. Yeah. They were all playing tunes in the front. And I was literally looking at camera manuals like, how do you <laughs> like turn this fucking thing on? Um, I'm not joking, mate. Uh, so I, I just, I just smashed, smashed it to auto and did not look back. <laughs> did you have a little top flash? Shooting in JPEG. Raw was not even on my radar. Really? No, no. JPEGs. No. <laughs> Love a JPEG. Straight to the article. Yeah, don't do that, guys and girls. Do not shoot JPEG. Try and shoot raw if you can. <laughs> well, there's a lesson for you. Nice, um, but yeah, um, yeah, festivals have been a massive part of like to where I'm at now though Um, I I for me it was a dream to shoot certain festivals because I'd gone there well I hadn't even gone there I'd I'd heard about them and friends had gone there Um, so for me I kind of feel like big kind of achievement was shooting the like the likes of dimensions and the deck mantles and yeah, like got woods as well like houghton's like they they were like yeah. massive little super um, like established sort yeah. of and is that it's like them moments yeah. where you're like right sweet this is yeah, yeah, yeah. this is great mate awesome um, um fast yeah, forward a, a few jump, years though. uh you know your your skill set improved, mm. and now you know you run a Chroma Collective with yeah. your with your business partner with Jake. Yeah. Do you just to touch on that last subject? <laughs> <Business partner. laughs> do you get um, do you get people contacting you now who are super hungry for it? Yeah, um, um, it's mad you say that. Literally yesterday we we got an email about um, mentoring some students. Amazing. At some festivals this summer. Oh, Can't sick. really speak too much more about it. Yeah, yeah but. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's crazy because me and Jake met up like two weeks ago saying, cool, hopefully if, if summer does go ahead, um, pandemic aside and festivals are back, let's let's try and, um, yeah, let's try and like share our knowledge and expertise and mm-hmm. 
a few tips and tricks to, to people starting out because for me like it's again it sounds very cliche but there wasn't too much of that available like you'd obviously hit up photographers and you'd find people that were doing a similar thing that you wanted to do but it was difficult to not approach them but get an answer sometimes because like I've, I've done it and I've had no replies and, yeah. like, especially from like people you admire you're like fuck like either that was rude or maybe they've not got sometimes the time. You, you take it personally but a lot of the time well from people I've spoken to it's just because they're busy yeah well exactly man but but when you're at the start of your career you expect everyone to reply to yeah, you yeah and you take it personally and, and you do yeah. like I mean you still take it personally sometimes now it's like come on just reply to me stop being so rude but um but yeah um so so yeah going forwards uh Taking people on and like particularly people who are wanting to get more experience is something that I'd love to do. Um and hopefully we will do. Awesome. So yeah, that's exciting. But yeah, sorry. So Chroma spit, it, spit it back, yeah. yeah. Just uh, describe to us, you know, what Chroma Collective is, when you founded it, um and you know how how it's been going, how you've been dealing with the with the recent stuff, like, you know, because you, you guys were doing uh, you told me it was what 15 festivals yeah. you did in your first year or something like that <laughs> yeah. and then you for the next year you had like 18 20 yeah. lined up uh, uh, no we had I think it was like 16 last summer that wow. we could have potentially done mm. um, not all of them confirmed we had a lot confirmed yeah. but um, around that sort of mark which is like unhealthy <laughs> it, was pro- it probably would have broke me um, but, no, um, but no yeah Chroma Collective came about because myself and a guy called Jake Davis who's a, a wicked photographer based in London um, we met about three years ago again when I was like sort of juggling my, my jobs around I bumped into Jake in Brixton at an event that he was already shooting and I, I was just there with the Brixton jam lot as like a little work trip and um, I saw him there and I, I didn't even say hello to him I just saw his face I was like right I'm going to research this guy who is that and then like, I followed his work for ages and he was working with like Printworks and Corsica and like loads of like wicked London clubs and I was like right this guy is like he's not like a competitor but he's like someone that I want to chat to because for sure. he's doing what I want to do yeah, and yeah. Um, yeah like sort of fast forward like a year or so I thankfully got a bit more experience behind me and a bit more like immersed in the London scene and then I approached Jake and I was like nice to meet you like big up your work's great and then we kind of kept in touch and we started throwing each other work which is great so don't ever see like um, someone as a competitor I I don't really rate that idea of thinking like you you, you, like it's it's famine thinking like oh he's got it so i don't it's not about that no you like you've got to work together and like thankfully yeah like i said jake started giving me jobs that he couldn't make and vice versa and then this was like 2018 and then later on in that year i was kind of playing with the idea in my head but I wanted to like form a collective because when you're approaching festivals and events and brands and like again with like more commercial work doing it by yourself is like it's quite hard like just as a sole freelancer just to hit up like a festival be like can I come and shoot it whereas if you've got a bit more of a team it's way easier to like to to sell to sell like if you come in as a collective to and sell it's like to yeah this is this is what we're yeah. about not just like hey I'm a photographer it's yeah. like this is our brand this yeah, is yeah, what yeah, we yeah, do yeah, yeah. So, and we've all got sort of different styles and whatnot. so yeah so fast forward me and Jake were like great Jake was thinking a similar thing and we got um some awesome photographers from all around the UK. There's Daisy Denham, who's in Birmingham. There's Hannah Metcalf in Daisy Denham, Cheshire. Yeah, yeah. That's what, yeah, um, yeah. There's Perry Gibson, who's also in London, who I met at Dimensions for the first time in like 2018. Um, there's Chris Humphreys as well, who's killing it. Wicked videographer as well now. And then, and then Jake. So, so yeah, we, we formed Chroma Collective and I think 2019 was our first year shooting. And as I said, we had like a lot of festivals and it was awesome fun. How different was um, it like being part of a collective it, yeah, it, like, instead it was, of just being a single entity? Yeah, like, it, was, it, was, it was great because I think like, I've not really touched on it, but self, like being self-employed man is like, it is lonely man. Like I think for people starting out, you've got to be aware that like, it's, it, it is like proper like you're on your ones is that like, like I, I think it's maybe like especially for photographers because you are a single entity yeah, like yeah, when yeah. I, even if I was freelance as a director producer whatever 
I'm still working uh, if, if it's a like decent sized budget and a decent sized job I'm still working with like five or six other people on the day in my team mm. uh, and you can kind of choose who you who you have in and out whereas photographers if you get booked on a job it's just you yeah exactly so, mate yeah. Um, so so yeah that side of it was was interesting and it was really good fun because now like you said we, we're, we're a team there's there's not all, we didn't always all go to the same festival. We would sometimes see who's available or see who's suited best or whatever. Um, but yeah, once once you're there and there is, for example, three of you or four of you shooting that event, it's great because you can divide it up between like the stages. And like right, you go shoot that stage and or you cover those two stages, and then in the evening we swap and it, it was wicked, man. And and just sort of like sharing sharing the workload with like people who are also as talented as you and mm. on that same on sort of like thinking yeah, 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 level. Yeah. Um, it was wicked, man. And it was, it was, it was so much fun. Did you have to learn any hard lessons? Um, was there anything sort of go wrong or? So yeah. So at Gotwood in 2019, so Gotwood is like a festival, small festival in Anglesey, like the tip of like North West Wales. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome. It's like electronic music. Um, heavily like that type of yeah. stuff yeah the Goldwood group <laughs> yeah and, um, <laughs> and anyway we, it was the first time we were shooting as a collective Jake had shot it before I think maybe some of the some of the other guys and girls had shot it before as well but I'd been there I'd been I went to it for like the first time in 2015 and it was like so good so it was weird going back there with a the camera it was quite like a moment where I was like sick this is this is, this is wicked um need to behave a bit need to do some work but anyway <laughs> fast forward to like the weather was crap like it's weird because Gotwood sometimes over the years it's been beautiful yeah. and you get sunburned and Sunny, then other times every, you yeah, are like sleeping day. in like fucking yeah. fields of mud swamp. Yeah. yeah and unfortunately that year was like a swamp um and it was pissing it down the whole time. And it was like the second night. First night was like, it went okay. Like the shots, it's funny because we did like a, a site sort of like pre-site visit before everyone arrived and like took photos of all the stages and like yeah, yeah, yeah. a lovely luscious lawn and like the green grass everywhere and the site looked immaculate and then you fast forward like 12 hours and it's just like a mud bath covered in baggies and like yeah. and like the client <laughs> I say the client like Tom the guy that runs um, Elkie yeah. yeah 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 Elkie and Carpenter <sighs> yeah. it was just like look realistically it's, it's quite hard to make it look nice when everyone's covered in mud but <laughs> but you do your best and anyway just, it came to like the Saturday night at the festival like the penultimate night and um, it was still pissing it down and it was quite like humid and it must have been about like, I don't know, like eight o'clock in the evening or so. And there was a DJ called Artwork playing in the barn. And it was my job to go and take photos of him because like that was like my stage and the other guys and girls were like elsewhere. And I just went into this barn and like bearing in mind, it was pissing it down outside. And in the barn, there was probably like two, three hundred people like crammed in there, like going for it moist so, yeah moist <laughs> <laughs> pretty moist and um yeah it it my camera was the most moist thing in there by the end of it because <laughs> mate i just couldn't like the condensation just like uh, inside my camera was steaming up the lenses like internally between all the bits of glass and the they lens. like acclimatizer right? no if you go from outside to inside it will steam but if you leave your lens inside it shit it, oh, yeah if it gets warm because we i used to get that in documentaries and stuff mate, but, got, mate. but if you're if you've got to shoot other stages you can't it's, it's, yeah. it's a luxury to be able to heat your lenses up exactly like, mate so yeah. i was already like running around like headless chicken like uh, between stages and you just can't fucking see anything i was like right I need to get artwork he's only on for like an hour or so mm. I just went into this barn and like oh my god like my viewfinder was like steaming up I'd wipe it it'd steam up my lens was steaming up wipe it it'd steam up and then like I stupidly took the lens off my camera I was like oh maybe if I like just try and like wipe <laughs> wipe, wipe the, the insides oh. no I didn't I didn't okay. wipe, no, wipe, just wipe the, the mirror oh, um, but, but oh mate I, I was just like this is just a nightmare mate oh. and, and I, I honestly couldn't take a photo I was worried that my camera was going to break. Yeah, I, I and, um, would be too. And yeah, I was, I, was, I, was, I was stressing out and I told Jake, I was like, mate, can you just come over to the barn? Because like, I need to get some shots of artwork before he finishes. And um, Jake came in immediately. His camera does the exact same, <laughs> exact same thing. So then the two of us were there in the barn, just stood there having a great time. Obviously, the music was sick, but we couldn't take any photos whatsoever. 
And then like, I think maybe Daisy, I think the same thing was happening to her. Like our cameras were just like getting broken, mate. Fuck. And I, it got to the point where I was like, right, we need to message like the two Toms and just say, yeah. guys, this, this weather is just causing us nightmares. Yeah. And thankfully they understood, man. Like, and They're like we pretty understanding guys, We didn't man. get the shots. Like the, uh, what's it called? The, the hand of God or the... Oh, I can't remember what it's called when like act just, of God act of God that's hand of God no that's uh, Maradona yeah that's Maradona um, well yeah we, like act of God on this like, on the occasion that was like you just couldn't do anything about it yeah. it's frustrating because obviously it's, as a job you're getting paid to take photos of course man well while we're on uh, you know shit going wrong somewhat yes. let's talk about your biggest clanger biggest clanger uh, yes mate what, um, what have we got well, I mean, that was up there. Yeah. I've had a few, like, dropped hard drives over the years. A oh. few. I've had two. And <laughs> neither of them were fun. Um, <laughs> one of them, like, I lost... Pre- like, bearing in mind in the early days, if there's a tip for people starting out, yeah, like, one, categorise or, like, format your work so that it's in, like... Well, I do it so it's, like, the year, then the month, and then, like... The, the like the dates like just just have that on all the files like the okay. metadata and like export it yeah correctly do it all properly dated yeah because um, I didn't do that back in the day and I just had this hard drive just full of like oh Manchester event or like festival <sighs> and then like you go into it and it's just like I might have maybe done like a few stages but it was just terribly organised <laughs> and anyway I, I I ended up just losing that hard drive which is a shame because. I had loads of stuff when I was starting out on. Oh man! But um, yeah, what what other ones? Um, I've dropped lenses. That that's not cool. Like that made me buy a camera bag. I had like I was just running to the tube once with, with like my, my my camera lens in the top of my rucksack with like a zipped just a standard oh, rucksack. No. And I could feel like my bag getting a bit loose, and I was like, oh god! <sighs> turned around, I just saw my twenty four mil like smash on the floor. <sighs> so that was annoying. Um, what else? I think. Oh mate, I was shooting printworks one time. This was like when I was first starting out with printworks. So Jake, who I mentioned earlier, yeah. Who I, um, started Chroma with yeah. Jake's like just killing it at Printworks he's like been their main photographer for years and still is and he got me he must have put in a word or like I managed to flag a photography gig at Printworks and I turned up I can't remember who was playing but I turned up and the the usual setup with these types of things is that you'd um, you'd you'd have to send the photos like live, like whilst the event was still going on, you'd have to get your laptop out, edit them, sorry, edit them, and then export them, upload them to like a Google Drive or Dropbox or WeTransfer or whatever, however mm-hmm. the client works, and then they would then post them live on socials there and then as yeah. the event's going on, and that's like a whole sort of new way of like um, working for me because in the early days, yeah. I'd take the photos and then I'd. Go, go home. and have a party. Well, go yeah. <laughs> go, yeah. yeah, I would go home and export all of my work. <laughs> but no, yeah. Point being, point being, I would usually deliver the photos the day after or whatever. Yeah. But now it was like, okay, you need to, you need, you need to do it now. So I got my laptop out after like being there for a few hours. I had loads of photos. And I went to open up Lightroom, which I used to edit. And it was just like, it was either saying it's not installed or I needed to update it. And I was like, not now. And like, bearing in mind the Wi-Fi there was like crap anyway. Like, and then yeah. I was like, oh no. So I was like, click like troubleshooting all this like Adobe stuff. And like, uh, bearing in mind, I didn't really, like, I've only just, thankfully, thanks to COVID, I've only just started like getting my way around like Lightroom and Photoshop. <laughs> I've had a bit more spare time. But yeah, <laughs> I, I just couldn't, I just couldn't like import my files it was just saying like you needed to update or it wasn't installed so I was stressing out man because like like they had to post these photos at a certain time as well so then thankfully Jake had his laptop but he was already having to edit and do the exact same that I was so I had to wait for him to edit his photos and then I had to jump on his laptop which I'd never used oh and, man oh yeah man just yeah. A, a, extra the level of stress isn't yeah. it yeah so like that was it wasn't yeah, I guess it was a fuck up because I wasn't prepared but yeah. um that was quite stressful. But again, like, yeah, learn from it. And next time I went there, I made sure that Lightroom was Sometimes good Sometimes you just go. got to learn those hard lessons, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, and then, yeah, thankfully, I can't read, well, if 
Other fuck-ups, thankfully I forgot them because they were that bad that I didn't ever want to remember them again. It's all good, mate. We're going to come up, we're coming up to the last mm. uh, couple of sections now. Yeah. Um, I, w- I want to quickly touch on uh, two things before we go on to advice. Mm-hmm. Um, your recent series, Let Us Dance. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about this. Yeah, um, yeah. Obviously, you know, it's, a, it's been a frustrating time for, for you and Jake. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone else <laughs> yeah basically fucking everyone um, but talk to us about what gave you the idea what the concept was how you went about doing it and what kind of reception you've had yeah so Let Us Dance was um, a photography series that Jake and I um, completed over the last sort of like year or so um, and the premise was that because we spend majority of our time working in nightclubs around London um, and when Covid hit we were no longer going to them um, and it was quite like quite sad that these places that we were working like week in week out we were just suddenly like closed and like empty and there was no one going to them obviously I, I just I just said to Jake it was like last May we were we were, we were, we were, at, um, we were at a park near my house and I said to him like mate like how can we kind of stay like how can we keep ourselves like busy or active within the music industry still? Like, and everyone at the time was kind of like, oh, like as a photographer, like, you, are you like documenting lockdown? Like, you're never going to see London like this again. Like, the streets are empty. And mm-hmm. I kind of like, I was aware of that. But at the same time, like, it was tough, man. Like, I'd, yeah. just the thought of even like walking around London with my camera, like, I was already. Yeah, but pretty, everyone's like, seen a fucking empty picture of Piccadilly yeah, Circus, true, you know man. what I mean? Like, I, I just wasn't that like motivated. Like, no. it was all just, it was quite overwhelming, to be fair. Mm. Um, but anyway, I said to Jake, right, we care about these nightclubs and like event spaces. Let's, let's, let's go and like capture them so from about june until to be fair mate we were still shooting them in winter of last year but we got the majority of it done like june to august september of 2020 and yeah we 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 purposely shot it all on medium format film because i just love the way it looks um and we got on our bikes and we went to 44 different venues around london Mm -hmm from like the likes of Corsica Studios which is a small club in South London to like the Royal Albert Hall which is massive and everything in between and yeah like I said it took us like a few months and we were cycling there and we had a tripods on the back and like (laughs) mate at times it like broke us mate we'd and and we and the idea was that we would go and take these photos at a time when the clubs would usually be open. It'd so be like yeah, 10, yeah. 11, midnight yeah. um, at night. And and yeah, man, it was it was quite strange doing it. Like it was quite like weird at times, quite like eerie, just that this is like being still at, stood outside fabric at like midnight on like a Friday night, just being the only ones there. Ghost town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, to be fair, mate, with this, with this whole sort of like project, we didn't really know like we obviously like we were doing it because we wanted to document and like like archive this like weird time of our lives right now and it'd be cool to look back on in years but like didn't really know how to like present it once we had all these photos so um so we started like looking into like is there like sort of like industry bodies with like nightlife or like the likes of like Mixmag and RA like resident advisor and like we we're like okay they might be interested in this project because we completed it and um and then yeah like fast forward to like um sort of like earlier this year january we'd 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 been sit to be fair we'd been sat on the project completed for like six months really? there was we, we we hit up like the nighttime industries association and they were they they loved it but they were also like maybe we could go like to other cities around the uk but because of covid coming in and out of lockdowns like it just made it like not feasible like like logistically it would have been a nightmare trying to travel to like manchester or bristol or like cardiff whilst there was lockdowns taking place yeah so between sort of like september and the new year of this year me and jake were kind of just sat on it thinking about how we wanted to present it because and again it was quite difficult because i personally it was like it was a bit of a shit time and like i think like at times like actually should we be posting about this like are people do people care about nightclubs being closed right now whilst like the shit is going on around us so we sat on it and in hindsight i'm glad we did because yeah at the start of this year we released it and um, I say we released it. We put in a lot of hard work. We 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 hit up um, 
well, we made a massive Excel document. We did our own like PR basically. And we we made notes of like resident advisor, people to contact, like Mixmag, people to contact, Crack Magazine, newspapers, um, and then yeah, we 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 hit up all these people and presented the project to them with like a nice press release and said that we'd be selling prints as well. Um, and then yeah, we we found we 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 launched it in like April, I think. Um, and long story short, we've we've sold like just over three hundred prints now. Amazing! And we donated just over two thousand pounds to the Nighttime Industries Association like two days ago. So that was like yeah, sick. Big <laughs> high five, Jake! Amazing. <laughs> so That's yeah, so good, like, man. We, yeah, we managed to get like a lot of wicked press, and it was really, really fucking. It just made you feel like buzzing that you'd actually yeah had that initial concept. You'd pulled it off like people yeah. resonated with the photos like they they could associate that like all of these clubs were struggling and that they'd had a lot of happy times in there and it was nice just to see people's like positive reactions whilst this shit storm was going on around us um and yeah we we, we were selling prints we still are selling prints head to chroma collective.co.uk <laughs> to uh, nice check out the project plug. yeah yeah perfect um, mate I, but yeah. yeah man it's it's and I, and as i said to jake and like, as i mentioned um, it'll be wicked to look back in like 10, 20, 30 years time at this project and be like, fuck, that was a, that was a wild time. Um, yeah. Like the clubs are closed. When are the clubs ever closed? Yeah. So yeah. But you seized an opportunity. Yeah. 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 Um, and it kept us busy because otherwise I would have lost my mind. And I, it probably like, helped you maintain some level of motivation as yeah, well. Exactly, man. Like, cause at times throughout this year, man, with, with lockdowns and stuff, like I, I didn't pick up a camera for like weeks. Really? And, Bearing in mind, as I've touched on in this chat, we've had like the last four years have been like non-stop, like which has been great. But I was close to like not burning out, but I was tired, man. Mm. And like I think looking back with like the year like of like not working, it it probably has done me a few favors. Like you can like reset, you can research into what you actually want to do with photography. Like for me personally, and then gives you like. Um, a bit of time to do these personal projects so yeah man I'm, I'm buzzing with how it's gone and yeah but I can't wait to actually be in the club so Rob our last um, section on family and friends is always advice uh, I'm, I'm thinking of uh, ways to sort of contextualise what kind of advice you'd give to people and listening to your experience I'd say a lot of your sort of um the direction that you've gained in terms of your career has always come from spotting opportunities. Mm. So what would your advice be to people who are maybe, you know, starting out thinking about maybe they're, uh, you know, making a start in, in photography or, you know, anything maybe, you know, possibly creative. Yeah. You know, what, what's your advice to people when they, when it comes to like networking and putting yourself out there and just trying things, you know, I think what worked for me was that I found something that I cared a lot about had a massive passion for that was like music and events and I was like right cool I don't want to do architecture photography I don't want to do fashion I might want to do fashion one day but at the time (laughs) I wanted to do music and music only so then once you've decided that whatever it may be I then looked at other photographers who were doing what I wanted to do whether or not they were at the top of their careers or just starting out a little bit above me um, made a note of who they were, looked at their portfolios, looked at their websites, looked at Instagram, um, scrolled down to their older work to like get a bit more of like an idea of like how they've worked their way up to where they're at now. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, kind of just maybe like we touched on like messaging people. Sometimes you don't get responses and it does two steps back kind of vibe. But I think... What worked for me was just getting yourself out there, like get on people's radars, just send, yeah, do send emails to them um, because sometimes they do reply and they're like, okay, cool, come and assist me or they, they give you advice on like your equipment or little tips on like how to shoot events or festivals and stuff like that. Um, another one is, again, which kind of like worked for me was look within your social circles Um because people, well, I guess it's, it's it's difficult to say, but for me, 
I had a lot of friends who were already in like the music and event industry and that was already like a foot in the door so I could I could approach them I could ask them for the people they were working with and immediately it was much easier than just sending like a blank email as like an unknown I already I could say that okay my friend Louis works for XYZ can I come and shoot your event or do you need a photographer anytime soon so yeah just just maybe don't just look at look a bit more close to home i say um if if you've got that mm. um what else um <laughs> i'm just trying to think man try not to copy other people's style or try not to get too to influenced up yeah, yeah or like too yeah sorry that's not the word try not to get too um worked up on making your work look a certain way yeah um because we live in an age where you can download a preset of Google and all of a sudden everyone's yeah. work starts looking the same. Yeah. And I get that like trends like with fashion and even with music that like things are popular and... Yeah, but take the trend and make it your own. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean. um, so yeah, just try try not to get too, um, too worked up with that. Um, just focus on your own style. Like for me personally, with event photography, I've took on a way more kind of like almost like journalistic documentary style in terms of I'm still shooting like front of house, big wide hands in the air moments, but I was actually thinking, okay, I quite like just shooting backstage and shooting people sat down in their dressing room because I personally wasn't really seeing that. I wasn't seeing many other photographers doing that. Obviously back in like the day, um, people were doing that. I don't know, maybe I've just not seen it, but for me, within my social circles, I felt like there was a, a gap and that people were quite interested in seeing the behind the scenes yeah. of events. Even if it's like so, like some of your work I've seen, you know, it's like main room, uh, you know, warehouse projects and yeah. stuff, and it's like, it's it's not like some of it's backstage, but some of it's like on stage, but it's not like on stage, like, you know, heroic, yeah, epic DJ yeah, yeah. shot. It's like someone just fucking standing there, yeah, having yeah, a, yeah. just looking into the camera and being like, I'm fucking loving this. Yeah, like, yeah, it's just yeah. good. Like, it's, yeah. just, it's something think, different. And I think my advice is like, you can also get that shot, but you just need to like get to that moment where you're in that environment. Like, I, I admit my photos sometimes might not necessarily be the most perfectly composed or the, the levels might be wrong or the colours might be off, but you know what? Like, that's why I shoot black and white. <laughs> no, but you know well, what? Green, like, uh, but, yeah, yeah. Lost, lost <laughs> that's, another, that's another podcast, man. <laughs> but, but what I'm trying to say is, um, yeah, if, if, if you put yourself in a position where you're you're suddenly you've got people in front of you that other photographers aren't there then and you get that shot then you got that shot like it's all good um so yeah i don't 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 get too um down about trying to make your work look a certain way because i found if I, i personally love shooting on film with a little point and shoot flashing in people's faces sometimes it's blurry sometimes it's overexposed but that's that that's and moment. I think and I think yeah. again like it's weird when I when I when I'm like work, particularly now I've had a year to think about my style as well and like what I want to go t- more towards once everything reopens um yeah I want to look back on my work in like say 10 20 years time and it be super sort of candid and mm. kind of like barriers down yeah um because yeah I, I for me that 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 that's exciting to look at yeah. I feel like with event photography um, these days you do see a lot of the same same style of photos same like style of photos heavily, it could heavily, almost heavily be like edited a, yeah it could like, almost be like a stock image yeah. you type in like and, oh busy and London you know club and, and I know like w- with any type of work you've, you've got to do a lot in post post sort of production with like the editing side but that bores me man like I spend a lot like yeah. there's some people who spend like longer editing their photo than they do sort of taking it and for me like that's not photography man like photography should just be like get the photo move on take another photo rather than sat on Lightroom for like 12 hours yeah yeah you're you're trying to make it it the best it can be before you even put it in the laptop sometimes you manipulate an image so much that that doesn't even look real it's not even real it doesn't look real man so it's like a fantasy yeah but but look that's, that's, that's just my opinion and yeah that that's that's what I think. Nice, and, and and I'm sure that other people might think different, but hey. Hey. 
Well, so be it. You're the one on the podcast, mate. So <laughs> yeah, well, your opinion, yeah, exactly. So. They can slag me off and they come on next next week, <laughs> mate. Um, before we go, plug Chroma, plug yourself, yeah, plug whatever needs plugging. Yeah. Um, so I'm called Rob Jones. My website is hirobjones.com. My Instagram is the same. No, my Instagram is hirobjones. Um, <laughs> first time I saw that, I thought you were Japanese. I thought you were Hairobi Jones. Hey, the, ama- <laughs> the amount of times I've been tagged in posts, quite like like posts where it's like when I'm starting out and I, I want to work or I want to get my work published in like Mixmag and Crack or RA, oh, yeah. and then they tag you and your name's like he Rob. <laughs> he, he Rob Jones. Uh, I'm just like, oh mate. Nah, nah. Just because my Instagram's that doesn't mean my name is that. No. So yeah, my name is Rob. Uh, what else? Chroma Collective. K H R O M A Collective. Cool. C O L. No. So yeah, check out Chroma Collective as well. Um, messages if you're a photographer and you're keen to get involved in the music and events industries. Um, yeah, message me as well. Um, yeah, what else? That's about it, man. Nice one, man. Well, dude, <laughs> mate, it's been a fucking great chat. No, it's been a pleasure, man. Uh, Thank you for having let's, me. Um, let's go get some dinner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's get let's get some food, man. And let's fucking go to some parties sometime soon. Eh? Yeah, let's let's go to a rave soon. Yes, man. That is all we have time for this week on the podcast, guys. But please subscribe to ensure you catch all of our future episodes. You can also follow us on Instagram at Family and Friends. That's F M L Y and Friends, all one word. For news on our new community hub. And please also check out our main page at Family Creative, that's on Instagram, or our main website, family creative.com. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>